0: Again, everybody, and welcome to Semi Pro. I'm your host Dalton Barrett, better known as Barrett Digital,
1: and I'm Josh Clemens, or Brett Edit.
0: And today we are unbelievably excited to have our special guest on. And uh, why don't you just go ahead and go ahead and introduce yourself.
2: Hi everyone, this is Skaran or Keith from the Nice Cast. Uh, I've turned into somehow Instagram's uh, greatest villain uh, in what they call the comic book community. So uh, thank you to Dalton and Josh for having me on here. I'm um, really excited to talk to you guys because we haven't necessarily always agreed on things. But uh, I think it says a lot for us to, to come together uh, on this podcast episode and see what we get to an understanding of one another.
0: I heard a quote a while back, and that's what I'm going to try to keep uh, keep set. You know, as we're as we're going forward, recording this episode, you know, we can agree to disagree agreeably. You mm. know, we can just uh, don't have to agree with everything everybody else says. I think we kind of live in a, a, a world where everybody thinks that everybody has to think the same way that you do for them to be correct. And so, I think we can kind of just. We'll just agree to disagree and leave it at that so
2: <coughs> the kind cast <laughs> whoever that is right uh i, <laughs> I will which say I, which <laughs> li- hey, hey, I have to keep it real with both of you i know you both know who the kind cast is i'm not gonna press you on who it is if you want to tell me that's great but i know you guys know and that's okay i
0: specifically know who designed their logo but that's all i know <laughs> i'm just leaving it at that because yeah. it was me. I'm just... I'm uh, Full transparency. I did I did yeah. do the logo for the Kindcast.
2: You did the logo for the Kindcast? I did do the logo for the Kindcast. Oh. All right. Well, this has been fun, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. What, did we what just a have? great conversation. <laughs> no,
0: it's uh, it's just a logo, you know. But yeah. you do have a great logo. I will compliment... As a logo guy. Uh, thank you. I will compliment you. And,
2: and you know what? I've seen a lot of your art, especially I believe it was the a green arrow piece that I feel like a lot of websites picked up on. Am I mistaken about that? I did. I remember seeing your, your logo in the way cause you design your post very reminiscent of old school trading cards and that's intentional.
0: Uh, I do my watermark kind of, kind of like that, uh, up in the corner. Uh, it's, yeah. it's just a particular way of laying it out. It's kind of sets, sets my stuff apart. A lot of the, um, a lot of those, uh, I guess we'll put it in quotes here. News sites, uh, Heroic Hollywood <laughs> is one of them. We, we, we use
2: that. We use that very loosely.
0: Right. They, they like to pick up. They like to pick up my stuff, and I know they've done it to, to Josh and a lot of other artists. And the first time it happens, you get really excited. Even yeah. if it's clickbait. And it always is. It's always mm. see, and I know which one you're talking about, see Justin Hartley as Green Arrow for it, Crisis it, on Infinite Earths. It, it,
2: it was that one, I believe, yeah.
0: But that's how they word the title. And so then people yeah. are like, oh, Justin Hartley's, and it's just clickbait. And that's all it is. And so the first mm. time it happens, it's kind of exciting. Like, oh, my stuff's getting shared on a news site. Like, this is great. But then people start blaming the artist for that when in reality. <laughs> and if you're listening and you think the artist has anything to do with that, they don't. They just go through yeah. Instagram pages and pages that stuff up it's just an
2: instagram post bro that's it right. i they was just doing, yeah. doing what i do every single day
0: they don't even ask permission they just pick that stuff up and and share it and it's it, we get blamed for a lot of that and it's it's absolutely and did you see powerful. a lot of
2: traffic when that happened to your page or no
0: not particularly i don't track that stuff as much as you think
2: okay. um
0: i just kind of post and and go i respond to comments and respond to people who mm. who see it but
2: i'm more interested but in the your- reason i bring that up dalton is i think it's an important segue for something that i definitely wanted to speak to both of you about on this uh on this uh, session that we're having is that uh a while back i started to to deliberately have the conversation of you know instagramers kind of putting more onus on what they do and and putting more stock and treating what they do with value and a new site taking your work Uh, and then generating ad revenue from the clickbait title and benefiting off of that um, is one of the reasons why I start to have that conversation. Now, what I did not expect is for people to drag me through the mud and say that I'm trash and I'm not talented and I'm this and I'm that and say that what I do has no value and I'm arrogant and I'm this. But if you think about it, you put in work, that wasn't a thought that you spent time on creating, bringing out there and virtually a news article quote unquote that does not really care benefited from it um so what i like to promote uh, as much as i can at least is that instagram is a lot of work just because you can consume it quickly just because it looks like i'm just gonna double tap and keep it moving through my timeline because of all those things it doesn't diminish how much work people put now art accounts obviously if tomorrow somebody gets casted you guys and gals have a completely different challenge cuz you have to on your computer or whatever your your mechanism is you you put in your own creative spin on maybe it's a maybe it's a casting rumor so then you use that maybe it's an official announcement so now you're drafting a potential look of how that character can be and in my case, there is a fair amount of talent involved in the way. And I'm not saying that to be um, arrogant or anything. But what I do is not something that I feel like anyone can do. Um, and, and okay, what? Uh, let me rephrase that. What I do, I don't feel like everyone can do. And when you put yourself out there uh, in in with tr- transparency uh, on the internet, and you open yourself up to hate, and you open yourself up to troll accounts and DMs. People telling you kill yourself, people telling you to uh, that you're trash, you have no value, you're never going to make it, etc. You got to be a certain type of crazy to deal with that on a daily basis. I so c- I wanted to get your guys' uh, take on that.
0: I, I could see I, that. Uh, Why don't you go ahead, Josh?
1: Well, no, I, I can see where you're coming from with that. I mean, um, kind of tying it back to what Don said about, like, you know, newspaper, my, uh, my favorite Story about that was I was on Facebook once and I was just kind of looking through some of the groups I'm in mean, and a couple of uh, I think I think the group was related to the boys and uh, mm-hmm. someone shared the article which shared uh, an artwork of mine using Tony Starr uh, for a Reverse Flash comment upon comment of criticism. It's like I get why people do that. And I kind of when you choose to sort of make an Instagram account and you choose to start putting your own content out there, you. have and like it may at first it may surprise you but after a while you've kind of made the choice of do i accept that this is something that might be a regular occurrence or do i try and push back against that Interesting. because like I, I mean after a while it, every every post i have has at least a few comments saying like trash garbage whatever yeah it's just kind of it, it's something that i think comes with the territory
2: Uh, And does that wear on you over time depending on, because you as the creator, you have a different intent and impression of what it is that you're making. So when somebody randomly, who doesn't even have a profile picture possibly, comes and says this is trash, how does that resonate with both of you and what you do?
1: Well see, uh, I am, well to me, what I do is I try and determine why. If someone says, you know, this is trash, the mm. first thing I always ask is, okay, do you mind telling me why you think that? Then, based on that, they'll say, oh, you know, uh, it doesn't look like the actor or, the, the the body looks wrong. The, it doesn't look like he's in the picture, whatever. Try and break it down into why these people don't like it and then use that for your next post. You know, they say, uh, he doesn't look like that he belongs in that background. So, for the next post, you find a better background or you do better blending with it. You know, you use it, you try and turn okay. what might just be like random criticisms into something more constructive and something that can actually help you build whatever it is that you're trying to build.
2: Got gotcha. you. Uh,
0: my stance on it is, is uh, kind of goes like this, and I've said the same thing about uh, about celebrities before, I've said the same thing mm-hmm. about public, ki- when you put yourself in a public forum, you open yourself up for that. You can't blame sure. other people for saying negative things about you, it, it, c- because you're, you continue to put yourself in that position. If you're sure. surrounded by negativity and, and people saying negative things in, in a public setting, you don't, mm. you know, you go to, you go to the grocery store, and then you're just surrounded by people saying negative things about you. You don't say to those people, "All of you guys should stop," and then stand right where you are. Mm. You may say that and then leave, or you may just leave. But you sure. don't, you don't stay there. So I think when you put yourself in a public position. Uh, like I have, like Josh have, like you have, when those negative when those negative comments and stuff come in, you have to either suck it up and deal with it, mm. or you have to get out of the situation and take yourself out of the public public perspective. That's my stance on it. Just because uh, the world's not going to change for for me, and, and I think Definitely. I can say the same thing about about you two. And I don't mean that negatively. The world the world's not going to change. The internet's not going to change just because. Barrett Digital hopped on his Instagram story and complained. That's just not the internet. way things work.
2: And so the I, internet will internet.
0: Right, exactly. So that that's my perspective on that is just I, th- I think you kind of have to, like I said, I think you just kind of have to suck it up and deal with it. Uh, but
2: but I, I what I do think to, to kind of piggyback off that is that it, the internet also in in many ways sets you puts you in a corner where you can't necessarily win or lose. So. If you have a sizable platform or you're getting engagement with your opinions and your personalities drawing polarizing opinions about you then um and if people hate it's sort of like i want to be courteous at times and actually reply um but then that somehow just kind of feeds them more you know so I have to do everything I can do to just soak it all in which you know depending yes it is something that once you put yourself out there you're opening yourself up to that but it does kind of suck because knowing that as soon as like people control me all they want and they have not seen the type of troll I'm capable of but I know that as soon as I do that then I'm just giving it more energy I'm only feeding them more so that's also a difficult challenge. It's sort of like you have to, you know, people say I'm arrogant and stuff, but in that regard, you have to keep yourself anchored and have that perspective. Um, and I think that's that's also important to, to share.
0: Uh, I would agree uh, to an extent. I think part of that goes back to being the bigger person too. I always try to, uh, to, to be the bigger person in any situation I'm in. That's just kind of my personality. That's just kind of who I am. So when I'm in a situation like that where I get called out or, or whatever, and that's happened before, I've even gotten um, and Josh will get a he'll get a kick out of this. i mean I've gotten death threats before, Damn. and I've had people say that the, what was it for? Uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's a this, whole. This big was a thing. situation that unfolded a while back. That uh, I don't
1: think any of us. It's right. It, it was another artist. There was some. It controversy was a situation there.
0: involving our
1: community.
2: Damn.
0: And, and this guy literally said that if I ever see Barrett Digital in public, I'm going to kill him, which mm. that's one of those. I just didn't respond. You know, I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I actually I mean, I laughed at it a little bit and, and you know, because that's obviously not going to happen. But that's just one of those things where sometimes you just got to be the bigger guy. And True. so I could see what you're saying and I can see what mm. you're saying about, you know, if I respond, then it'll just make it worse or whatever. And, and, and I see that. But uh, I, I think you can't. Uh, I don't, I'm trying to think of the, the way to work. And this is just my philosophy. I'm just given sure. kind of how sure. I, because I mean, I have to process all this same stuff, same as, as everybody else. I don't get all that much, uh, as, not as much as I used to. I think smaller artists get it a lot worse because they're still learning and they're still growing and all that kind of stuff. So I think as as artists get, get better and as, you know, as they have done this longer and learn more skills and pick up more things, the, they start to see that less and less and less and less. Um, to the, but it always happens. I mean, there's always somebody who thinks that they can do it better, and so. For sure. But I think you just kind of have to, just kind of have to let that stuff roll off your back.
2: Uh, yeah, and I mean, I also like to promote competition. In a I mean, it may not always come off that way, and maybe I need to refine the way I present myself to an extent. But I think you and and Josh, and when you look at someone like like Spider or Boss Logic, I feel like you all. Are you guys are c- competitive in a very friendly way or maybe maybe it's like an inspirational competitive spirit that you each have where if boss logic tomorrow post something you look at that and you say but and no part of you looks at boss logic right and at least I would hope and I think this is sort of maybe the the bane of every creator no one looks at boss logic if you aren't also also an up and coming artist and you are looking to either do this as a hobby or maybe you have bigger ambitions or aspirations for it you don't look at boss logic and say i can't do what boss logic can do because then i feel like that's already a defeated mindset to an extent you don't have to put boss logic down and say he's trash but you never as an artist look at that and say wow that is the absolute bar and not think to yourself that no i want to challenge myself to to surpass that to be even bigger than boss logic am i mistaken with that with, with that uh with that mindset Here's-
1: i am um, it's well this again this is it's going to differ between all of us because every person has their own individual philosophy but whenever like, I, I mean whenever I, some or boss logic uploads something hmm. I tend to not, I, like, personally, I don't view it as competition, mostly because every artist, like, no matter, even if they're trying to copy someone else's, every artist has their own style. They have their own kind of unique way of thinking about and going about these processes. So whenever Boss Logic uploads something, I don't think I've ever looked at it and gone, like, that it's inspired me to step up my game, but okay. it also hasn't uninspired me to make art because it's, like, logic style tends to rely quite big on effects and glows, and I think that works for him. I think uh, he's, like, incredible at it. Mm. And Aitsem works absolutely beautifully in terms of making something look like uh, a screenshot from film. He makes it look real. And then I look at Dolan, and, I, you know, Dolan is probably one of the best, if not one of my favourite costume makers on Instagram. He, The costume he does are so practical. I would say something I'd actually be able to see in a future film. Yeah. So it's kind of like looking at these people inspire me in some ways, and they never, I've never viewed it as competition just because everybody is so different how they go about on Instagram in their art, how, what they want to make. You know, some people like doing a flat shot just to focus on costumes, some people like focusing on lighting, someone, might like looking at a comic cover and going, I want to make that into a poster. I think it's, it, it works because everyone has these own individual processes of going about stuff.
2: Got gotcha. you. So there's a lot of nuance to each artist you're saying.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has their own niche thing of yeah. a, a way that they might do a certain uh, aspect of their art.
0: Mm. I think it goes back to, um, like I was talking about earlier, as an artist kind of grows and learns and, and does more, they get better. I mean, the, the, with a lot of people think that art is just something that you're either good at or you're bad at or not, but digital art is a little different. There's a lot of practical skill involved. I mean, it, you have to learn stuff. I mean, you have to teach yourself or, or watch tutorials or whatever to learn how to do certain things. I mean, you can't just pick it up and do it, no matter how creative you are, no matter... What's in your head? If you don't know how to put that on uh, the metaphorical paper and hmm. make that, then you—it's uh, it, just not going to turn out as good. Eidsm has had years longer than I have. That's Spider Monkey, by the way, for those who don't know. Years longer than I have to learn different things and and teach himself different things. And same with Boss Logic. Boss Logic's been doing this for ten years, you know, and I've been doing sure. it for three. And so when i see something that that Eitsem does specifically the, where i'm just like uh, that's that's absolutely incredible i can't do that right now that doesn't mm. mean that one day down the line i won't be able to do that of course but at, at this particular moment i look but i don't see either of those guys as competition because i don't uh, i'm not in this for competition i'm in it i'm just having fun you know i'm just okay. i'm just doing my thing i'm uh, I, like, I, I get the ideas for stuff in my head, and I'm like, well, I want to see that, so I just make it, and then I, I mm. upload it and, and have fun with the community and all that kind of stuff. It's not... My end game isn't to do this professionally and to, to be the number one artist in the world. That's just not my goal.
2: Yeah. Uh, and it never has been.
0: I, I'm just having fun. You know, this is my hobby. I, I had the ability to turn this into a career, and I, I chose not to because... Mm. I don't want my hobby to be my career. I want to keep my hobby, and so that—that's my mindset with it. I, I'm just doing this. I'm just having fun. That's it. So I don't see other artists as competition.
2: But you are, but not competition. Okay, I—that's an interesting way to look at it. I never really thought about it that way, but uh, I can because now we live in a world where you're seeing an increasing amount of people turning their hobby into their career. So I think it's—I think it's interesting an interesting approach to say that uh, I want to keep both of those things separate very
0: well, interesting I, I i when you do something and i do i make a little bit of money off of it i yeah. mean I, i'd be lying yeah. if i said i didn't but i think if you turn your hobby in, into work work is work i mean you can have fun like the, you know you know the saying if you love what you do you'll never work a day in your life that's not true no yeah. matter how much you love what you do it's still work and work sucks now yeah. there's some enjoyment that comes with doing something that you love as work because it mm. makes it more enjoyable, but it's still work. And I don't want to lose that with digital art. I want to keep that where, you know, I, it's something I want to do. I don't want it to ever become something that I have to do. And so yeah. that, that's my mindset with that. That leads me into to actually um, one of the questions I was going to ask you. Hit me. It sort of leads me into that. So, uh, you know, you're talking a lot about kind of your philosophy of how you kind of run your page and all that kind of stuff.
2: Mm.
0: And I want you to be completely transparent and honest here. Sure. Uh, Is there anything, and I'm talking Mm. anything here, that you do (laughs) uh, on the social side of things that's kind Mm. of maybe played up a little bit? And this is something I'm genuinely wondering because I have no idea. Is there anything that you maybe, you maybe play up a little bit for, for the sake of interaction or, or any of that kind of stuff? I'm not saying that that's wrong if you do. I'm just, I'm just asking.
2: No, there isn't. And I know that may seem wild or irrational or maybe illogical, but there really isn't. I'm just being myself. And recently, over the course of this year, why things have, why I've been more vocal about necessarily what I feel like I bring to the table is because I've had, um, I won't get into details about it too much here, but I've had certain experiences throughout this year that really have challenged me in a way uh, where, I've tried to use my set of skills to to leverage into bigger and better opportunities for myself to to obviously provide for myself and my family and also to just to build the nice cast. And while those haven't necessarily panned out, um, I saw those opportunities go to other individuals who I personally feel like are much less qualified than me. So and the results show it and deep down people know this but for what for some odd reason I didn't I don't I didn't just wake up one day and say I'm gonna be more brash or I'm gonna be more abrasive or I'm gonna be this and I'm gonna talk my shit and I'm gonna flex and I'm gonna do all that no it was a set of experiences that essentially pushed me to that point when opportunities in which I am more qualified for and honestly could do a better job at are going to others strictly for political reasons. Now, I have one of two choices. I can sit here and get down and be depressed and say, "Okay, well, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'm not this. Maybe I'm not that. Or I can say that, no, I can do this. What I do is something that not everyone can do. And that's the mindset that I've taken on. And just because I'm promoting myself you'll never find a single post a comment anything in which i'm actively putting anyone else down to the extent to which people like to put me down now i I may engage in playful banter and things of that nature but it's usually me reacting like i had an issue with eunice uh recently where somebody made a youtube video you made a youtube so this one account made a youtube video blocked out their face and just read off a script and I was addressed in the YouTube video, and it was about, oh, uh, nice cast. Who do you think you are to to ask your audience that maybe they should pay you or support you financially for what you do? What you do requires no skill. There's 10 other accounts that can do what you do. Um, and then Eunice posted that on his story and said monumental points were made in this video. I saw that and I said, okay Eunice, that's fine, I'm not gonna go at you directly, like, that's your opinion, that's your opinion. So, I then made a tweet, uh, talking about how, like, the CW show and how people maintain their entire relevancy just by hyping up CW shows. And Eunice was offended by that. It wasn't directed at Eunice. Does Eunice fit into that category? I don't know, maybe. but. That's me engaging in what I consider playful banter. So that led into what it led into. uh, And that led to sort of an exchange between me and Spider Monkey as well, which we don't need to really get into. But the point being that I'm just doing myself. And for some odd reason, people like to come to talk shit and, you know, it's fine if you, you want to disagree about an opinion because I think a film is not as good as you, you think it is. Or I think a particular director um, is greater than what else is being done right now. Great. But when you make the attack seem personal, right? Like You don't know what I could be going through. I could be having some wild mental issues and you come and tell me to kill myself. Or you come and tell me that what I do has no value when I spent the past four years. Um sacrificing everything I've sacrificed and losing friends and relationships and people constantly within my own family telling me that what I do or I'm being crazy with my visions for what I do. But I've also connected with one of the biggest directors in Hollywood. I've also worked with a billionaire, but these are things that... I don't talk about that would me see me saying I'm capable of something is just self-belief you can look at Steve Jobs you can look at Kanye West and I'm not saying I'm Steve Jobs or Kanye West for anyone listening to this you can look at those and you can look at all successful people there is an element of believing in yourself. To that, to, to, There is an extent of that in, in, in their story, and that's all I'm doing. But if I'm over here stunting about who I work with and how much money I make and all this shit and now actively putting people down by saying that um, you can't do what I do because I'm just that good at it. No, I can say that no one can do what I can do, but guess what, Barrett? Guess what, Josh? No one can do what you guys do either. And I said this to, to Spider Monkey in a conversation we had. I said, "Yo, you give so much free promotion to all these characters. You do better marketing for for these films or TV shows than the studios who employ people do." And this is the value thing that I've been trying to, of course, it hasn't worked out, but this is what I've been talking about. And this is a this is not something that I woke up one day randomly and said, "Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to talk about this because I need engagement." No. I've I've deactivated, deleted an account, started over, went private. I have I have taken steps to lose followers. Because I just want to have my close-knit community of people I know who support me, and that's it. So, it's not about engagement for me at all. Well, when I speak about certain things, they're very much tied into personal experiences. And I don't I don't divulge everything about those personal experiences, but yeah. It's it's stuff that inspires me to, to particularly talk about a particular subject or maybe put an idea out. And that is why I get as possessive as I do about certain things. Because I know that it, it's so difficult to be successful in in any anything that you're pursuing. And there is a lot of luck involved as well, which is an underrated element to everyone's success. Just luck and timing and all those things. So... That's a very long way to answer your question, but no, I'm not saying anything to boost engagement. I'm not hating on the MCU to boost my engagement or saying Logan is trash or anything like that for engagement. It's my opinion. That's all everyone does is share their opinion these days. Somehow when I do it, it just rubs people the wrong way. So, Uh,
1: that actually kind of, um, I was going to ask you about that because I think it's fair to say that. You know, some people would say that you have a bias against products that have critical praise or Mm. towards products that have that were critical failures. And I was wondering if I could get like your view on
2: that. Sure. Um there's a handful of things that have been critically praised and get critically hyped up that that I that I love. And so the Spider-Verse being one, The Office, Joker, Winter Soldier, The Avengers, Iron Man, these are all films that, you know. Well, are considered to be some of the greatest in, in the genre. So I'm a big fan. But when I come out and say that I don't like this or maybe I don't like a direction superhero films in general are going, that's it. That's if, am I, this, you, you asked a broader question, but it just to, to anchor it to the MCU, that's my issue with the MCU. That's my issue with a lot of stuff. I, I feel like the product is just getting watered down and being homogenized. So I will talk about that in various ways, and that's it. It's just it's just my opinion. We are all just sharing our opinion and our perspectives. And that's what I encourage everyone to do.
1: Alright, uh, we're gonna have to end things there for this week, unfortunately. However, we are gonna continue this interview next week. So tune in next Friday for part two.